Welcome to There Must Be More, a Bethel Ottawa podcast. Remember to like and subscribe on YouTube at Bethel Ottawa and follow us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify Podcasts. Welcome to There Must Be More. We are back. We are ready yep. to go. It we're is back and we're better than ever. Oh, such an amazing time to be alive. <laughs> so we've been talking about tons of amazing things yeah. on our podcast because that's what we want to do. Yeah. We just want to talk. We want to talk about all the stuff. Ask the questions. All of it. Yeah. So right? Then, what's, yeah. Your, what's your favorite one been so far? Ooh. Oh, this is a good one. Yeah. Okay. So I really liked our conversation about um, consumerism in the church. Ooh, nice, nice. That was really good. Legalism yeah. in the church was yeah. another one. Yeah. And then when Sandra came on to talk about cool, women. Cool, cool. Too cool. Yeah, I loved when Kamoi came on, of course. Oh, yeah, of course. But actually, my favorite topic was probably po- toxic positivity. Ooh, yeah. yeah, that was a good one. That was a good one. Yeah. And then your story, because it was like... I was like, <laughs> our very first episode. Our, yeah, I was like, <laughs> yeah. wow, that's how this is going to be. Yeah, All right, then. That's how it's, it's going to go. be real. So, anyways, yay, it's, yay, been, Jesus. it's been tons and tons of fun. So good. So, I want to say to all the people who are joining us consistently, thank yeah. you so much. Like, thank this you. is so fun for us we to do. You. We love that you guys are listening in. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you are and you just sort of appreciate what's happening here, if you could throw us a like, um, yeah. or if you haven't yet subscribed, subscribe. You yep. can do that like on YouTube to the Bethel channel. Yep. Um, but then in the podcast, just subscribe you to us. And those, yeah, yep. you can follow us there. Um, but also comment in the comment section yes. because we, we want to hear. We love to read what you have to say. Yeah, like yeah. you guys have opinions too. Yeah, we want to hear them. Doesn't mean they're good ones, but we still want to <laughs> hear them. No, you listen kidding. to ours every week. <laughs> exactly. So the least we can do is read yours. As, and I, yes, absolutely. <laughs> <I'm just kidding. laughs> so, so yeah. do that. If do you're that on YouTube, piece. ding the bell. All the things. Just do all the things. Do all to connect all with the us, things. so yeah. that we can. And like, we want to connect with you. And we want. Yeah. And we also we want to know who you are, so we can give you the content that is going to speak to you the most. That's so. right. Yeah, and throw us ideas. Oh yeah. Like, oh, we're open. We're we open. We are open. Yeah. Okay. So yes. today yeah. we have obviously a new topic, sure and do. today's topic is. Close to your heart, right? Like it's near and dear to you. Near and dear. I don't know why, because (laughs) this topic has like historically frustrated me. Yeah. But that's good that we're talking about it because like we. It's also frustrated me. Yeah. Okay. So like you, you, maybe you're on the healthy side of of this. (laughs) Maybe and and you're not still on the unhealthy (laughs) side of this. We'll find out in in our discussion. (laughs) But it is a super important topic that I think everybody needs to engage in. And actually, if you aren't engaging uh, in this process that we're about to talk about, Mm -hmm. it's it's kind of odd. Because I think it's right. for everyone. I think everybody I has think to, right? it is for everyone. Yeah, yeah. And we'll we'll get into why that okay. is. But So what is the topic? Okay, so our topic today, we're going to be talking all about waiting on God and how do we do that well. Mm-hmm. So it's it's a big topic. Yes. And there's a lot of feelings around oh, the topic. Like you already feelings. said, like frustration and um, yeah, there's a lot of... of feeling. So we'll, yeah. we'll get into it, but that's and, our topic for and today. And oddly enough for me, the, like in my devotional quiet uh, time, yeah. this has been like over and over and over and God yeah, speaking into this for me, right? So um, it's actually pretty timely. Actually. It is. So. Nothing, we say this all the time, nothing is coincidence. Nothing, nothing is, is coincidence. So Sorry, I got Amazing. my keys dangling out <laughs> my okay? pocket. You all right there? <laughs> <laughs> I had to change that. Hopefully them, we can I cut that out. I heard them jangling, know, right? jingle jangle, yeah. 
All right, I got it back together. Good. Here we go. Okay, here we go. All are. right. So, what do you think is like kind of like the first thing that um, you, Sarah, because this is so dear to your heart. Yeah. What, what's the first thing that you think people need to know about when it comes to waiting on the Lord? Right. So, first thing I would say right off the bat is you're not alone in your waiting. Mm-hmm. So, you're not alone, um, like physically, like there's so. Everybody is waiting for something, right? Big or small, large scale, doesn't matter. You're not alone. Like with other people, you're also not alone because God is with you. Um, But you're definitely not the only one who is experiencing this, like this tension of, you know, I'm praying for something. It's not happening. Or Mm -hmm. maybe God has spoke to me or promised me something Mm -hmm. and it's not happening yet. Yeah. Right. I think that's really important uh, point that you're making because... Often when we are waiting on the Lord, we go into our closet, mm-hmm. right? And we take that and we internalize it and we mm-hmm. only deal with it Can't in times of prayer or yeah. right, like in your devotional time. Yeah. And that's really, that's really not what who we're meant to be. Yeah. Right? We are right. meant to be in community and relationship. Yeah. Yeah. So these things have then the opportunity to be spoken into. For sure. Which God will use. He'll use your your brothers and your sisters, yeah. your, your friends, all of those things. You. Yeah. So right. that's the that's the first thing. Mm-hmm. First thing I would say. Another mm-hmm. thing I would say is from the beginning of time, <laughs> like we as Jesus followers, okay, like I'm a Christian, you're a Christian, uh, we made that decision. We look into the scriptures and we look at our Bible and from the very beginning mm-hmm. to all the way to the end, yes, the people are waiting. Yes. Right? So, oh. you you know, and the Old Testament, um, <clears throat> people are waiting for the Messiah to come, right? Yeah, like totally. they're waiting for his birth and then they're waiting for him to, you know, Promise do his land, like right? Isaiah like, talks about all the promises of what's to come totally. once Jesus is on earth yeah. and then he is on earth and, you know. He was there for a very short time. It was a blip of time, right? Yeah. Um, And then now, post-death and resurrection, we're We're waiting waiting for Jesus to come back, right? Totally. So it's ingrained in our DNA as Jesus followers to wait. Absolutely. So look at Abraham, right? Like he's just told, go, not told where to go, but just go, right? I have this promise for you. Now go. And the whole thing was, was waiting, Yep. right? The Israelites in the desert. Right. Yeah. Wait, 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 wait. And don't feel bad if you're waiting and, and you're um, getting frustrated. Yeah, that's the, totally loud. The Israelites were a perfect example <laughs> getting a little frustrated. A little frustrated, the yeah. complainers. Oh, a little complaining. <laughs> a little complaining. <laughs> right. Even though they, like, they literally walked through the Red Sea and they, they were did. like, oh, God's not going to show up anyway. Food, food from like, heaven. Um, food yeah. from heaven created Fell every day the sky, for them. Yeah. And they're like, I don't know if God can do this. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if we can do this. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Moses. I think I'd rather go back to Egypt. That's how they. That's they how they spoke. Like I'd rather be a slave. Yeah, it's like, they um, did literally say that. Uh, yeah. Anyways, so and they actually got really unreasonable. They were like, yeah. kind of like, it'd be better to die there than to die here. Yes. It's like so they'd rather go back and die. So like they're just starting to talk like crazy just, people. But it, they let the uh, they let it control their emotions in their life, which is why yeah. we're talking about how we're going to wait well because yeah. we don't we don't want to replicate <laughs> the okay. Israelites in that instance. I think what helps in this situation yeah. is to hear a story. Okay. So, will you share a story with them about when you've had to wait? Because sure. You're telling me, and it seems <laughs> like you're on a different side of this. I mean, you've worked out yes some no. of this. Yeah, yeah. no, no. Yeah. But you've worked out some of this. You've wrestled with some of this. Yeah. So can you share? I've wrestled. Will you be willing to share? Sure, right. sure. How much time we got? No, I'm just kidding. We have no, okay, yeah, <laughs> we have nine minutes now. Yeah. Um, so I would say I've walked through things in my life where 
I felt God has promised me things yeah. um, and I've had to wait for them. And I always like joke around to like my, I have a, a core group of like girlfriends that have walked with me oh, through cool. yeah, super like important. promises. And like, if I held my phone up, I could show you like our group chat. It's just like, anyway, insane. insane. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've have to wait. Like I've had to wait and it's not just like nine months or two seconds or it's been like years. I had to wait like a long, I'm still waiting for things. Mm -hmm. Um, I had to wait like years and years and years. And I always joke like with my friends, I'm like, it's not an accident that my name is Sarah because like Sarah and Abraham. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, it's not an accident that my name is Sarah because I've had to like really contend for things. And I still am Mm -hmm. like, I'm for example, like my sister won't care that I'm sharing this because I literally tell her every day, are you saved yet? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so I'm, yeah. I'm like praying for my sister to really just encounter the Lord and yep. um, give her heart over to him fully and completely. Mm-hmm. And it's been probably like, mm, I'm coming on to 10 or 11 years of wow, like yeah. praying for the same so good thing. Right? And so many people yeah. are in the same boat who are, are listening to this. And mm-hmm. I've, you know, I've, I've seen promises fulfilled, but again, mm-hmm. It's, um, it's about the journey and the process to get there. And, um, I had like this dream a couple years ago and I, um, was in this garden and I don't garden. So I was like, what a weird dream. Like Mm -hmm. I don't garden. I like kill everything that is green. And, um, I was in the garden. I'm like planting and I'm putting like soil down and there was this gate and in through the gate, walks this woman and she has like long gray hair, like down to her waist and her, her skin was like kind of tan and she had like these wrinkles around her eyes. I'm like, who is this old woman? <laughs> like, who is this lady? And she like starts talking to me and her, she says, my name is Sarah. Like I'm Abraham's wife. And I was like, what? <laughs> like what? Anyways. So she's talking to me in this dream about like, waiting. And so I asked her like, how, like, how was it for you when you had to wait so long for Isaac? And like, Sarah wasn't perfect. And you know, she was like, Hey husband, go sleep with that woman and then get me a child. And then that dinner that really backfired. I don't recommend. (laughs) Um, and so (sighs) she said something to me in my dream and she said, I had to learn that the promise is not the prize. Jesus Mm. is the prize. Mm. And so when we're waiting for something and we're in the thick of it and we're so discouraged and we're tired and we're weary and we feel hopeless, that always comes to me. And like at the end of the day, we love Jesus, our purpose. Mm -hmm. And we talked about this. Our purpose is to love him and return to his love for us. Mm -hmm. And we have to remember, like as much as God wants to give us the promises, as much as he he will, not all the time, he will on this, maybe not on this side of heaven, but on the next, he will. Jesus is surprised, not my promise. That is so that's what I've learned. Oh, so good. And actually <laughs> yeah. for me, yeah, I've had people speak into my life that said everything that um is God's dream for you is wrapped up in your closeness to the Father. Mm, uh, and how that do I is so how, how do I get close to the Father? There's only one way, and that's yeah. through Jesus. Jesus Christ. Um 
But like you, you hit on something that just sort of mm, resonated with me uh, when you were talking about that, because like literally what we have faced since the fall of humanity mm-hmm. uh, is disunion with God. Yeah. Right. Like, so we were taking, taken out of union with yeah. God. And ever since we've been searching for the prize, yeah. like the prize is going to be the thing that fulfills us. Mm-hmm. But the whole time we are trying to get back into union with God. So yeah. everything that we do essentially outside of Jesus is a misstep. Yeah. It's a misstep. And our best is like not going to get us there. No. Like I could become a billionaire yep. and that will not get me where my heart really wants to, to be. be. Yep. And so being in union with Jesus and Jesus tells us all over the New Testament that yep. like when you are in me, that's where you're going to find peace. Yep. And he shows us that even at our very worst, most difficult like most torturous hurt, just being lied to and lied about. Mm. And like he's put on a cross, you still are given the power to overcome. Yeah. Like he shows us that. And yeah. so like the real prize is absolutely it's 100% Jesus. Jesus. Yeah. yeah. Like there's nothing else that can no. do, I know. that can give us joy in every circumstance. Yeah. And Jesus is so, so, so good that he's still... Um, fulfills promises to us. Of course. Right? Like, we're not saying that, forget about the promises, forget about what you're praying for. That's not what we're saying. Um, but in order to wait well, we need to have our heart posture needs to be correct. And mm-hmm. the heart posture is Jesus is the prize, not the promise. Yeah. I would also just like probably throw in there that the promise will typically have to do with his glory. Mm-hmm. And you are blessed in that. Like, mm-hmm. don't get me wrong. Like, there, there is blessing for you, yep. but it needs to serve God and serve other people. Yep. Right. Yeah. If if you're if, if the promise of God to you is to be a millionaire, I just think you might be missing it. You might maybe, be missing something. Maybe a little. dig in yeah. a little more. Yeah. Um, Ask him to clarify. Yeah. Or or like <laughs> if you're even if you're if you're promise you feel is just like success in your business. Mm -hmm. It's like, but what does success look like? Like you have to ask those questions because we are called to serve, right? right. We're called to serve God and we're called to serve others. Okay. That was really good what you said. I love it. And you, that resonated in me. Um, So here's the other thing then, what would you say people need to know about this period of waiting? Like what is, I mean, you've said, um, you are not alone, mm-hmm. right? You're, but like, what do we need to know about us in like, what sh- is there something we should be doing? Uh, yeah. <laughs> like, or is it just like, do we just sit and wait? No, like, no. So, um, our waiting mm-hmm. needs to be active and not passive. Mm-hmm. Our waiting cannot be passive. We can't just sit around twirling our thumbs and like, waiting for God to like fulfill this or I'm asking and asking and asking, nothing is happening. So I'm just going to sit around and I'm, you know, like you kind of said, like you kind of isolate yourself a little bit and you step away from the reality and you're just like, so focus, focus, focus is like, no, um, waiting is not passive. It's active. Right. I think when it's passive, what we can tend to do is make ourselves victims of the not yet, yeah. right? Like we haven't received yep. yet. We get so, I'm so some kind in of, our heads. Oh yeah. We get so in our heads. And so that reminds me like the not, not being uh, passive reminds me of uh, King David. Okay. And so I love King David. And yeah, you anytime do. Anytime I can like bring David into the conversation, right. I'm like, love so, that like, guy. So when you imagine guy. King David, are you like yeah. imagining Chris Hemsworth or something? Like I don't understand what you love about him <laughs> no, so much. No, I just, he, he was, was a hot ma- mess. He was a hot mess. And maybe that's why I like resonate with it. Okay. 
Okay. Because I was like a little bit, I'm still a little bit of a hot mess, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. You know? I just think he's just so authentic and real. Yeah, and like okay. he doesn't that's cool. he doesn't hide himself from God. Okay. And that's what I no, appreciate. No, that's true. So I, even though he's he like, hey, man, right to him. killed that guy, but I uh, love you, Lord. <laughs> you know? So anyway, so I think of uh King David. Yes. <laughs> um, and so when he's anointed, when Samuel anoints him as king. Um, he's young. Mm-hmm. He's working in the fields as a shepherd. Yeah. And so he's anointed as king, but he has to wait. Right. Till he becomes king on yes. that throne, right? Mm-hmm. And so while he's waiting, he wasn't passive, he was active. Mm-hmm. So he was shepherding. Yeah. He was learning how to play his musical instrument, which yeah. comes into play later down. Like if you haven't read a story, read a story. Um Tending to his flock yeah. of sheep or whatever For they're sure. called. I don't know what the term is of like yeah, flock, flock of sheep. Is a flock, flock of sheep? Of sheep? feel like a herd herd a herd anyways so he david was never passive like no he knew what the promise was yes he's anointed he knows he's going to be the king of israel <laughs> mm-hmm. he knows it's coming for him god said yes he said yes i'm gonna do that as well mm-hmm. like they were in partnership together mm-hmm. but he had to wait to wait a long time he sure did right right yeah, one of the things that comes out to me in that story is um, that David had definitely a really big God moment with Goliath, right? Yeah. Like, that was pretty significant yep. on the path. That's huge. To where yeah. he was going as king, right? Yep. But what was David doing? He Was was he inactive when that, that happened? He was doing all the things that you yep. said. Like, he was doing what he was supposed, supposed to, to be, be doing, doing he right? He was stewarding what he had. He was stewarding what he had. Yep. And then he was asked to go and take food to the soldiers, yep. right? So he was asked to do this ultra mundane thing yep. and act like a servant. He wasn't yep. going there as, hey, everybody, it's me, King David well, is here. I'm going to save the people. No, that was not what he was doing. Yeah. He was like, I'm going to go serve these people. Yeah, I'm going to go, go bring go lunch to my brothers. Humble myself yep. and do this. And then in doing that work of humility, God mm. used him in a massive way. Massive. How many times would we miss those big miraculous God moments because we're unwilling to do the little uh, menial mundane task that we feel is below us. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And right. So like in his active waiting, he was faithful to do all of the things. Yeah. That is so huge. I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah. And so that teaches us, you know, when we're, you know, let's say for an example, uh, you're listening to this and you feel a call to ministry. Mm. Okay. Mm-hmm. But just as an example, you feel a call to ministry, uh, you know, you're applying, you're getting your name, you're getting yourself out there, you know, like you feel this call, God has promised something to you. What are you doing in the meantime? If you're not, you know, if you're not on staff at a church, well, are you serving in your local church? Right. Are you yes. helping where you can? Are you, you know, Absolutely. serving others? Are you planted in your local church? Are you in a small group? Are you this? Are you like... What are you doing in the waiting, right? Yeah. Are you just sitting on your couch yeah. waiting for a church to call it like call you up and be yeah, like right. today's the day. Like come and work for <laughs> we us. We have a you mega know? church for like, you. Yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> not really that's not, we don't want that. <laughs> um so yeah, like that's just an example, but what are you doing in waiting? I mean, maybe you're um I talk to a lot of girls my age who are like waiting for a spouse. Mm. Okay. Yeah. So um what are you doing in the meantime? Because right. your life doesn't start when you Oh, get married, right? No. So what are you doing while you wait? Are you uh, trying to better yourself? Are you planted in your local church? Are you serving? Are you drawing closer to the Lord? Are you drawing closer to the Lord? And so it actually like reminds me, like when you go to a restaurant, you have a waiter, right? Yep. You have a waiter and a waitress. Like what are they doing? They're serving you Mm -hmm. like while they wait. So what are you, who are you serving while you wait? Oh, that's good. That's a really, 
good analogy. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it's difficult uh, for us, I think, to humble ourselves to the level that we really need to to fully be used by God, mm-hmm. um, because we have ideas. We th- we hear a promise from the Lord, yeah, and we just want to get there. Yeah, we want to be. We want the, it. We want to be now. at the top of the mountain. Yeah, and He's got things that He wants to teach us. He's got things He wants to show us about ourselves. Mm-hmm. He's got things that um, we need to be corrected in yeah. our lives, even right. Like how yeah. many people want to be used uh, and to have a platform to be able to even share Him, uh, but they're not ready to have a platform. No, and like who are you sharing to in your everyday life? Yeah, right. Who are you discipling? Who's like who are taking one on time, one on one time with to. Yeah, share yeah, and serve absolutely. and all those things. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. God has God has beautiful promises for us. Yes. But the idea that we have nothing to do until that promise is fulfilled mm-hmm. is to it's me really bad theology. But it's also <laughs> like that's so boring. Mm-hmm. Like, am I supposed to be useless until I can be useful? Well, and that's the thing. And like we were talking about this topic before, and I think waiting is how we grow. Mm-hmm. That's how we grow in our relationship yeah. with God, in yeah. our relationship with others, in our relationship with the church and where you're planted. Like totally. that's how you that's how you grow. And I think that's why it's so important for us to waiting well as mm-hmm. opposed to being an unhealthy and that's right. right? And so like here at Bethel, we are in a spiritual revival. Mm-hmm. I would say it's not fully arrived. Mm-hmm. Um and like what God wants to do in its fullness is yet to come. Yeah. But we don't do nothing in that. So like if Acts 2, the yep. church, right? Yep. What did they do when, when Jesus was now mm-hmm. not with them? Yep. Did they just go, okay, well, I guess back to business. Yeah. Or did they like, pray? I guess I'm going to go back and be a fisherman. <laughs> right. Or did they go no. to the upper room and pray? They did they the expect? They yep. I mean, that's a part of the yep. waiting is the expectation. Yes. We need yep. to believe in that time. Expect. And like any moment that comes along could possibly be a part of what God wants to do to get you there. Yep. So we need to be so present in yep. what God is doing in all right of those now. moments yeah. because he can use the tiniest thing, the most backward seeming thing, the yep. most useless seeming yep. thing yep. to like change your life. To change and shift. Yep. Right? A hundred percent. Oh. A hundred percent. So good. Yeah. All right. So I think that there's more uh, that we need to right. do in here. Right? Yes. So how do we yeah. now, Rob, how do we equip people to wait well? Like, what are some things? Like, let's get our application going here. You know me. I love my application. <laughs> yeah. Well, we everybody gotta, should we love put application, application to how we're, what we're theory, talking about. Theory is wonderful, but we need to like, um, yeah, we need to dig Live it into, out. And what we do is we go to the word, yeah. right? We go to the word because that's what God has spoken to us. Mm-hmm. It's it's true. It's faithful. Like the word doesn't just change on us yep. with, with the blowing of the wind. So we're going to pull out a few scripture here mm-hmm. and we're going to just point out some some um, application points in each of these scripture. Yeah. All right. I love this. Okay. So the first one comes from Isaiah 40, 31. But they who wait for the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles and they shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. So this yeah. gives a beautiful image of like what we can endure yeah. when we wait on the Lord. Yeah. The point that I think needs to be brought out is that the waiting needs to be an active trust in God that mm-hmm. he will renew your strength, mm-hmm. right? So if we like approach God every time and we have this dream or this vision or this promise that we're going after and we don't see it, yeah. and when we get in time with him, what we do is complain. Yeah. Like, why haven't you? Yeah. Why don't you? I'd rather go back to Egypt than this, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. 
then we're not allowing God to renew our strength. Right. But if in this time of waiting, we are saying, okay, God, what are you trying to do? Mm-hmm. Lord, can you fill me with your spirit so that I can endure anything? Yeah. What he does is he gives us the ability to handle it all. Yeah. Because once we get the promise or yeah. close to the promise, it doesn't just get easy. No. Right? If his promise for you is that, yeah, you are going to be a pastor in ministry, I promise you that it doesn't get easier after you become a pastor. If it's business, it doesn't become easier after your first million dollars. Yeah. Right? We consistently, every single day, need to rely on the Spirit. 100%. And if we can get into that habit of no matter what we face, getting in his presence, Mm -hmm. listening, allowing his Spirit to come over us and into us mm-hmm. to renew our strength, then we are oh, almost unstoppable in every situation. Yeah. Yeah, that's so good. Right? I love it. Oh. Woo! Okay. okay. Uh, our next verse is from Lamentations 3, verse 25. Yeah. It says, The Lord is good to those who wait for him, to the soul who seeks him. Right. So that whole verse is really good, but the point that we want to talk about is um, the soul who seeks him. And so when we're in the waiting, we need to continually mm-hmm. be seeking him mm-hmm. and not seeking him just for the promise. That's right. No, that's right? such a good point. Just every day in your quiet time, if mm-hmm. all you're doing is like seeking him for the promise, mm-hmm. you're missing out on who he is. That's so, right. um, so, you know, seek him, whether that's, you know, reading your Bible, mm-hmm. praying, being mm-hmm. involved in your local church. Like there's so many ways to, to seek him, but I think it's really important to be still yeah. Come to him mm-hmm. um, and seek him with your whole heart and yeah. ask him, like, God, search my heart. If there's anything, oh, that's a dangerous I know, if there's anything that shouldn't be here, yeah. help me remove it. Totally. Speak to me, Holy Spirit, and show me what needs to be gone. Yeah. And then part of that, too, I would say, like, you need to hide his word in your heart. Oh, totally. Right? And yeah. David talks, David, my guy, yes. talks about that. Like you need to have your his yeah. word hidden so you in your heart. Him. Yeah, yeah so. absolutely. Because the things that we do as we go after our dreams and and uh, after we, like the, that he's put in our hearts, mm-hmm. or um, just trying to get to the place of fullness or wholeness, right? Yep. Uh, we can do things that are um, damaging yeah. as we try to strive to get there. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, but seeking him, like you're saying. Yeah in this way helps uh, us to uh, like his righteousness takes over so that we don't damage relationship, damage our own psyche, all of those types of things. Spiral. Yeah, absolutely. And I do love the soul part of it. Yeah. Like there's a depth there. Yes. Right. Like it's, uh, I don't know what it is about that word soul, but it's just like the deepest part of me. So that's why when you say like search my heart, like this is that deep waters of like, Oh, what's in there? Like it's not surface level. No. You're going Deep. Yes. Can I share with you something that I do? I I don't know if I've done this on here, but something that I've, well, I've started doing it, so I don't have it perfectly formulated into like an everyday practice, but it's like, you know, every two days I do this. Okay. I set a timer for 10 minutes. I ask Holy Spirit to come. I sit and I shut up and I'm like, Mm. God speak please, right? Just, just speak to me, whatever Mm -hmm. you want to say. So, and it's like, people might go, ah, it's like fluffy, whatever. 
It's not. It's not. It's not because he has given he's given me specific scripture that he'll just drop into me. He'll be yeah. like, you know what? Why don't you go read um, Galatians two three, whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, and he'll he'll give me he gave me like Amos four three or something like that. Oh wow! But when he does this, it actually speaks directly into things that are happening in my life so far, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and it gets me opening the Bible at worst. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but so I sit down. I allow like my head to like just sort of barf up all the stuff. Yep. Because there's gar- there's trash Get in there. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, I want to think about this. And okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to do this. Oh, yeah, yeah. oh anger, frustration, blah, 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 and yeah. all that stuff. So and then I can get to this Fades place away. where it's just like, and then he just drops words mm. into my life. And then That's he good. always directs me to the Bible. Yep. And once I get there, it directs me for life, Yeah. which is a wonderful thing. Yeah. So that's just a way of seeking him without an that. agenda. That's so right? good. Like I don't yep. have an agenda in him yep. giving me a Bible verse. Yep. I don't look up yeah. a devotional that suits my purposes yeah. at the time. No, which, he's I mean, speaking that's fine to you to do, when you're listening. But I just think that this is an extra a helping for, for that. Yeah. All right. Next verse. Psalm 5.3. And this one is coming from the Passion Translation. Mm-hmm. And I, I feel like maybe you should read this one or should have read this one. I don't know how I want to do this. <laughs> but you brought this out. I did, yeah. yeah. And, and I, like, lo- and I love this verse. Do you want to read it? And then yeah. we'll just talk about it? Okay. So it says... Um, at each and every sunrise, you will hear my voice as I prepare my sacrifice of prayer to you. Every morning, I lay out the pieces of my life on the altar and wait for your fire to fall on my heart. Oh. Isn't that so there's good? There's so much in there. Oh, I love that verse. Right? So, I pray that verse every day. That's really? Yep. Oh, wow. Good. That's cool. Every morning. That's super helpful. And that's like something that yeah. people need I just to hear like, too. Yeah. I just like say it out yeah. loud or write it down. It's stuck on my mirror at home, oh. so I see it. Anyways, um, so I think there's a lot of important parts. So like mm-hmm. hearing the voice. And so you kind of said that yeah, in your practice, yeah. like you're not speaking so he can, his voice can be amplified. I think that's something that we don't do. No, I think that we don't our, wait to hear his our voice. Our silence and solitude disciplines are no bueno. And I think we're super <laughs> confused about what his voice is. Is supposed yeah, it could to be. be confusing. Maybe we'll do a whole yeah, thing on that. Yeah, we need to. That. We need yeah. to, for sure. But, um, and then the last part of this verse says, I lay out the pieces of my life on their altar. Oh, okay. And I, I love the imagery of that just alone. Like, I'm a visual yep. like learner. Yep. So when I say that out loud, I could just picture it. Mm-hmm. And so I think this is such a good reminder. The scripture teaches us that we need to lay everything at his feet. So the important part there is... Everything. Everything. That means the bonus that you got from work. That means mm. the the uh, new job. That yep. means the brand new car you were able to buy. Yep. Like all the good stuff. And my also, children. Yeah. Right? And it also means like when your promise is fulfilled. Yeah. Yeah. So all here, the other stuff. He, so here's a thing that comes out to me with that lay all the pieces out mm-hmm. and 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 waiting. As a parent, it's children. Mm. Do I need to general manage God in my children, which is really difficult. So do like, it's hard because my kids will listen to me to a certain degree, but then they need to discover God on their own. And do I trust that? Do I trust that God will show up for them? And what if I don't see that happening for a few years because they mm-hmm. go off to do this other thing and it makes mm-hmm. no sense to me and I don't like the way they're going yep. in the trajectory of their life with and I've got to wait. I mean, it's similar to you with your sister, yep. right? But um, do I trust? Can I lay those Ooh. beautiful children down at the altar yep. and say, God... And trust that God is going to... And has and way more it. control and way more power to do anything and, than and I could ever do. And loves your kids way more than you way do. Way more. Which is hard to wrap your mind around, but... Oh, 
way And then recognizing that my job is actually to show that I love God more than I love my kids. Yeah. Oof. That just even That's sounds hard. wrong to say. But I know, but then that also <laughs> it just makes it makes me think of Abraham. Yeah. Right back to that oh, story of Abraham. I don't, I don't like know. that story. <laughs> I do not I do not know. I don't have kids, okay? I don't have kids. I have kids at church that mm-hmm. I like my mini BFFs that mm-hmm. I love so dearly. Mm-hmm. And I can't even to that level think of no. just like taking no. one of them up on the mountain with me and like tying them to an altar and be like, hey, yeah. God, yeah. do your thing. Yeah. I, there's I just can't wrap my mind around. The thing it. about that is his faith in God to to do that's what was what, right. Yeah, and that's what you're saying. Yeah. Like you're he's fully laying the pieces down at the altar. Oh. Literally at the altar. And I just yeah, oh. it's hard. It's hard. So it's hard. It's right? Hard. Like waiting, we're not saying waiting is easy. We're no. not saying waiting but is it's easy. But it's empowering. But it's empowering and it helps us grow and it mm-hmm. teaches us to rely on our trust with mm-hmm. Jesus. Because if we don't have any kind of growth, if we don't have any kind of waiting, our trust isn't growing and therefore our relationship isn't growing. No, and then our right. faith isn't growing. Yep. And then the fruit of the spirit isn't growing. Blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah, like all so on and so on. Like, yeah, we need it. We need to recognize what empowering like the empowering of God means for us. It means that we do have victory, like real yep. victory. And hope. Right? And hope. Absolutely. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, bringing sorry, that, in, bringing that one in there <laughs> as a parent. I, it's, and, and I mean, as a human, uh, yeah, that hard. scripture is so hard. I know. But like to believe that God can actually I love it. overcome. It's oh, okay. You got one um, more. You got then, one more. I think you... Oh, yeah. I got to read this one. You got one more. Uh, so Matthew, because <laughs> we always like... I love Matthew. Uh, I love Jesus. Um, okay. So... I like them both. I like him too. No, I know, but this is from Jesus. Okay, go on. So I, I love I love Matthew in in the TV show, The Chosen. Yeah, Pause. love him there. Pause. I'm looking at the camera. If you do not watch The Chosen, a yeah. what are you doing with your life? Mm-hmm. And b start watching it today, tonight, right now. Yeah, it is so good and it's free yeah. and it's not like a cheesy Jesus film. Like a lot of times. Jesus films. Oh, there's some cheesy Jesus films. It's so, so good. And it makes the Bible come to life. Okay, unpause. That was our plug. Unpause. Cool. The Chosen, please sponsor us. Yes. (laughs) Dallas, sponsor us. Boom. Done. Okay. I'm waiting for the phone call. Matthew 11, 28 and 29. Jesus says, come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me. For I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest. For your souls, like Jesus works on a whole different level. Level. He's built different. Oh my goodness. I will give you rest. Like, that is one thing as people that we are not good at. And we try, right? Um, Even look at Sabbath. I know. Like, we set so many rules around Sabbath that it became so difficult to follow Sabbath. Yes. <laughs> right? Yes. And what did Jesus yes, come sorry. in and say? Forget it. Just well, he rest. said, Sabbath is, is, is for you. It's for you, yeah. You're not for it. Yeah, yeah. Don't, you, it's you're free. way too concerned about the logistics. We're just like, just rest. It's for you. And honestly, yeah. if I'm if I'm real, um, yeah, I struggle to rest mm. and truly rest. And that can only happen... Um, in Jesus, because our lives are going to have all types of ups and downs. Yeah. Right. And he tells us like, take heart because I've overcome the world. Yep. Um, but that means that no matter what, in the most successful parts uh, of life, Mm -hmm. I I will have rest in Jesus. Mm -hmm. In the most difficult parts, I will have rest in Jesus. In the like mundane everyday, just in and out, like I'm doing this, like I'm a robot. Yeah. I can have have rest in in Jesus. Right, so he sets us up to to find that 
rejuvenation mm-hmm. in every season, especially every in the waiting. Season. Oh, and especially, especially in the, in the waiting. waiting, right? And he, that um, the verse says, you know, like he carries everything, like he takes all of our burdens. Mm-hmm. His, his, his yoke is easy, and mm-hmm. the burden is light. And I think when we're in a place of where we've been waiting for something for mm-hmm. like five plus years, it looks so bleak Mm -hmm. and it can feel so hopeless Mm -hmm. and like heavy. Mm -hmm. And this verse reminds us like Jesus is right beside us because as much as we want the promise, Jesus does too. As much as we want the healing, Mm -hmm. Jesus does too. As much as I want my sister to encounter the love of Christ, he wants that even more than me. Mm -hmm. Right? So I think it's that verse is such a good reminder for us in the depths of our waiting. Yeah. And like when we feel like there's no movement, yeah. when we feel like we're praying to a God who is not listening to mm-hmm. us, um, that verse says, no, I am here. I am listening. Yeah. Give me all of your burdens. I'm going to carry it for you. Absolutely. Yeah. And that yoke aspect is showing that he will direct us in it. Yeah. Right? We That's will good. try and take the reins. Oh, Like yeah. we'll try and do it. And what yep. do we do? We take ourselves into the swamps. We <laughs> take ourselves into the ditches. Yeah. Like, have you ever seen that that gif where like the... Do you say gif or jif? I say gif. Oh, I said gif. <laughs> okay. okay. You're so wrong, but it's fine. I'm not because the, invent- <laughs> the inventor of the gif calls it a gif. <laughs> He's wrong. Okay. <laughs> um, have you seen though where that sheep gets saved from the ditch and then just yeah. like runs in a bit and it runs back, <laughs> back and into then the if, ditch? Yes. If that's not a depiction of like us, us, and then Jews being like, "Come on, guys, I got nah, you, I got you, I got you." I wonder if Jesus know, is like that guy. Like, oh my god. I bet you sometimes he is. <sighs> I mean, think of like the disciples mm-hmm. when they like. I always think of like when he's feeding the five thousand. Yeah. And then God is like, go get this, go get the bread, go get whatever. And then one of the disciples, I don't remember which one, it was probably probably Peter. He was like, how are we going to get food? How are we going to multiply anything? When he's like, the great multiplier standing right in front of his face. (laughs) I just love how real it is. Like, that's how hard it is. Are they just like Israel, though? Probably. I mean, we're all Israel. We, just we are went Israel. across the sea. Yeah, 100%. We just made but a we're way. all the Israelites, really. And it's true. So some very, very, very practical stuff, I think, that we should say, because we this can get into platitudes on some level. Yeah, like we sometimes don't want we you to, yeah, we don't want you to hear like, oh, you're waiting? Just read your Bible more. Yeah, that's exactly. Not, that's not what we're... Read your Bible, mm-hmm. but that's not the advice that we're kind of giving to Here's you Here's what only. you should do. Yeah. Okay, you need to get into a a prayer-filled life where you do ask for things. Yes. You need to ask God for things. Yeah. But don't forget. Like, you can literally forget what you've asked for from one day to the next. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. So you write it down. Mm -hmm. You reflect on it. You go back and you look at it. You need to write those things down. And then you need to write down when he answers. Yes, I do So that you can go back and go, oh, yeah, God has been faithful over and over. And, oh, yeah, remember when he did that really weird thing? And that, right? (laughs) Yeah. So you can go and look back and see all the dynamics of how God answers these things you also need to actually talk Mm. like talk to him talk to him be honest be honest you don't need to you don't need to oh let's go to the legalism thing it does you don't need to act like everything's perfect everything because he knows anyways like he can handle all of it he can handle all of your doubt all of of your fear all of your questions your anger he can handle all of it he can handle your desires and your passions like so if you have distorted or perverted desires in you he can handle he it. He can handle it. Yeah. He can totally handle he it. He knows you. He knows you better than anyone. And yeah. that goes back to like, search me, oh God, and know my heart. He he does. He does. He, he does. already he knows. He already knows. So yeah, be honest with him, especially yeah. especially in that in the waiting period. And, and then really practically, 
sit and be quiet. Mm -hmm. And like, if you're sitting there and you're like, oh, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. What I do is I just write things that come in down. Yeah. And then I let that play out. I let it play out. Yeah. If you hear a scripture verse, go and look. And then if you realize, wait a minute, there is no Matthew 68, three, that's fine. Like, just don't worry about that kind of stuff. It's not about perfection. Yeah. Yeah. It's not about that, but just wait for the times when he directs you to a scripture and you go, oh my goodness, Mm. this is speaking to this directly. If it doesn't, you just disregard. Don't worry too much about it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But write these things down because those are those are words that you shouldn't forget. Yeah, that's good. And then if we're yeah. actively involved with God like this, us and him, him and us, yeah. doing things that will help us, that makes things way more tangible. Yeah. Right? Instead yeah. of just trying to, look to back. just trying to like think thoughts or feel feelings. Yeah, 100%. Like sometimes with the on. altar, laying things down at the altar, we just feel like it's just this feeling I've got yeah, to do. Like, I've got oh. to take this metaphorical child yeah, and lay it lay at the it metaphorical like, altar. No. Yeah. But it's, it's like, not. no, you're actually saying like, I, I'm giving this to you. Yes. I'm trusting you with yes. this. Another thing I would say practically is you need to get solid people around you. Mm-hmm. Solid people. And this, and bring people into what you're praying for and mm-hmm. what you're asking God for and what you're waiting for. Now yeah. you don't bring everybody. No. I'm not saying everybody come pile up in the back of the van and this is what the promise is and this is what I'm praying for. No. Not everybody gets the right to sit in the back in the back of the van with That's you. That's okay? right. So if you have one or two people that you trust mm-hmm. that um, can pray into this promise that you're hoping for or whatever you're waiting yes. for, and then people who can also just encourage you and empower you through it mm-hmm. to look beyond, like, yes. okay, this is where we're at right now. This is where we're gonna go. Yeah. This is what's gonna happen. This is the Very victory. That, like, we we need solid people like that. Don't expect them to be perfect. No. People aren't perfect. No. But expect them to be for you and for God. For sure. Those those two yeah, things are key. That's why you're picking But the I do have a feet. question that comes out of this. Sure. Is your van like a hippie van? <laughs> that's what I picture. Like a your, Volkswagen van? Yeah, totally. Uh, with like, like a blue one? A yeah, teal blue actually, one? I picture like flowers painted all over <gasps> it. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. That's that what my van. van looks like. Okay. Yeah. My and not everybody's invited van. into that van. Not everybody's invited to that van. Awesome. Only select few people get to go in that van. So <laughs> that, that is waiting on God. And there's like, I mean, yeah. we probably touched just the tip That's of the iceberg. That's just the tip ice, of the iceberg. Right? Like we can go much deeper. But yeah. those for like the, we tried to make it as practical yeah. as we could for you. Yeah. And if we have to go deeper, we'll do another like deep dive. Absolutely. Because I love to go deep dive into these conversations. So get active in your waiting. Yeah. Don't be passive. Yeah. Don't be passive, and um, it's all part of growing mm-hmm. closer to God, even when absolutely. it even when it sucks. Because sometimes it absolutely sucks, and you can feel hopeless. But we know that we know that God is our victory, yeah. and God is our hope, mm-hmm. and that when we trust in Him, He's for us and with us That's right. always. Absolutely. Yeah. All right, that's it for that's today. It. This has been a Bethel Ottawa podcast. <laughs> Wait, that's not so right. So professional. Well, yeah, it is a bad model. Yeah, podcast. I should have said production. Oh, production. Yeah, Man, yeah, I blew yeah. it. All right. Dang it. See ya. Bye. Thank you for listening to There Must Be More Podcast, a production of Bethel, Ottawa. You can catch us on YouTube where we would love it if you liked and subscribed. You can also catch us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify.